previously in Greece. Agents, could we could we maybe discuss this a little farther off? You three just keep heading towards your herd. I'd rather we go. Cyrus, how are you even keeping us up here? I just sort of extended the lower part of me under you. Let me rephrase the doctor's question, Iris. How are we not falling through you? I'm I'm holding you up. But you're like, not solid? Bob, you couldn't do this, could you? Like, uh, um, so I can't put my hands through each other, right? But you, I can both interact and not interact with you. Like when you were looking around in my throat? Like, I I could feel that you were in there, but you were also able to just go right through my flesh? I'm just not letting you fall through. Didn't Carl say you were a reflection and extension of a consciousness? So it's more like... You can manipulate reality to a much greater degree than the rest of us? Ew, this will be interesting. We'll have to figure out what exactly you can actually do a little later. Trust me, there's going to be a huge discussion about that once we get back. Um, so, uh, about that sheep... I didn't mean to bring it through the ground. Wait a minute, you brought a living organism through the ground? That's how it got all the yellow stuff in its fleece. Yeah, yeah, never mind how you made the fleece gold, the point is that you did. And you remember how Bob was saying back in Moo about creating my own mythology? Oh, please tell me you do not have gold fleeces in your mythology. Oh, no, no, you know, just, uh, the golden fleece that people died over? Uh, what? Look, there was a fleece. They, they just called it the golden fleece. It brought vitality and prosperity to the kingdom it stood in. I... Oh, man, I do not know my own mythology that well. Uh, was this Jason? I think, I think this was Jason. You know what? It, do- it doesn't matter. Look, the request for this thing, people died. I'm pretty sure Kingdom suffered as a result. Actually, and... Yeah? Stop talking. I'm sorry, am I not in charge here? This is my sector. <laughs> oh, you have demonstrated nothing but utter foolishness since we showed up here. We are going to go back down there, we are going to walk a bit behind them so that no suspicions arise, and we are going to keep quiet until we reach this goatherd's place, and then say, the tree of Maradon at Eves is just over that ridge. And then we are going to leave. We are not going to change any mythologies on the off chance that Huxley does end up getting grandfathered. Sounds good! Iris! Just like the situation looked a bit. Iris, I can't fly! Iris! Iris! What? 
cool, Iris, so it looks like the Rylab have a completely different understanding of physics, which is all cool and good. After all, you have a completely different relationship with reality. But, uh, long story short, if I hit the ground, I'm gonna die painfully. Why would touching the ground kill you? Because I have organs and bones which will break and stop working. But why would the ground do all that? Uh, what? What? Uh, uh, sudden decrease in velocity, not the ground. I'm falling too fast, slow me down. Okay, have it your way. Is this a better speed? Uh, Yes. Yes, it is. Much better. Please turn me right side up before we get to the surface. Okay. No, I did not break him. Well, fortunately, I'm intact. Where's Fuhi? Must be nice having wings. So when I put you down, do I have to gradually place you on the ground, or...? Just drop me from like two inches off the ground. Okay! Just a moment. (sighs) What was that all about? Divine silliness. Obviously. When the gods commune, they do it without mortals present. Where's the feathery one? (laughs) Iris! Sorry, are you injured? Amazingly, no. Do not drop us again. No promises! We are going to have a nice long chat about this once we get back. You three keep walking. We'll be back here if you need us. Blah, blah, blah. You get so boring over the next few hours. Let's just have the highlights, shall we? Carl. Too late. What kind of plant is this? I don't know. Some sort of flower? It's purple. I like it. It's such a pretty flower. It's almost like a hui on bloom. Uh, sure. Oh, you're just going to carry it with you? Well, it's not like I can stick it into a dimensional pocket now, can I? Regarding the stitching, how did you have so much time to do all that? Oh, I didn't do the OPC uniform. Or the coat. Well, who did? Uh, their name is Petros. What? I don't suppose you could maybe tell me where to no, find- No, um, even if I wanted to, I don't think I could. Also, I'm not 100% sure they did the stitching or if they just sold it. Uh, I'm going to assume they did the stitching now. Will, I would be very interested in meeting with this Petros person. If you might be so inclined to as drop a hint as to where... Ah, uh, literally impossible for me to do that. Sorry. <laughs> Ugh. Don't get me started on Epaphras. I could have run off with Hippomadia by now if it wasn't for his incompetence. No, I'm talking about your human. Yeah, Huxley. Whatever. Is he, like, uh, touched by the gods or something? (laughs) Sorry, you've what now? Uh, Stop talking about that. We don't need to get into that with them. No, never. We can tell them about the specifics once we need to, and definitely not those specifics. The scribes of yore are looking for a mighty hero of a cockbeak strength. A merchant might he be of cloth, the dragon's wrath is smothered in clout. 
Mighty Apophis of Delphiborn, his well oiled form, his quest from the gods to seek the tree, he mighty deeds for him so free. Ah! Hippomadia, if you complain, one more time about your legs being sore. You don't spend all day following goats. You inhuman creature that can somehow walk for eight hours. I will give you a damn massage when we get there. So unless you want to hop into the cart. Oh no, don't even suggest that. Epaphras will start singing. I'd rather walk than endure that. Oh, wouldn't we all? Doctor, do you know what this is? Uh, that is some sort of onion. Actually, pretty good. You eat them. How do you eat something like this? Uh, you place the onion in the mouth, and then you chew. If you don't have a mouth? Um, I don't know. You simulate one? Like this? Iris, why are you taking the form of a giant mouth? I'm trying to eat an onion! Epaphras, master of class, merchant renowned for his wonderful mm-hmm. What do you think the last few years of my life have been? This is the 14th song. How much further to a flux, Alex? Just over the ridge. Goats! <laughs> Alright, that was exhausting. So, Epaphras, Hippomadia, you two need to get to sleep. The Tree of Meridana Eves will be accepting your offerings at sunrise. Then sleep we shall. The gods command it, and we shall follow without question. Oh, Alex, save me. I can't go one more day with him. Let's just take the goats and head north. Please, please. Oh, my legs hurt so much. That's what you get for sitting on a stool all day. Come on. I've got some extra blankets somewhere. Behold! A goat! That's a goose, Iris. Huxley. No, I'm serious. This is actually a goose. Ah, damn it. Iris, stop taking living organisms through gold veins. The golden fleece, now the golden goose. How, How is there even this much gold in Greece? And how are they not dead? If you'll allow me. I do believe this is my speciality. You're telling me? Where are the goats? I don't... Can we just wait on the goats? Fine. Fuhi, why are you in such a good mood? Considering we just had ten hours without any moments of severe what is happening here? I'm surprised you're not in a better mood. I do not think I ever worked with an ancestor of this particular goose. I'd have to look at the genetic markers to see if our lab animals bore any similarities. Fuhi, please just figure out if the goose is going to die. Oh, and what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to sleep because I'm exhausted, and I don't think... 
Yeah, you aren't sleeping. Uh, of course not. Where are your goats? Why are you so obsessed with goats? Why do you have a golden goose? We're working on it? I go to surprise the love of my life after she gets back from Egypt, and you make me walk right back to my house after procuring not one, but two golden animals, and you can only tell me you're working on it? Oh, I'm working on it, all right. Do you have a microscope? Oh, uh, what? Wrong. Wrong, Fuhi. Wrong. Wrong? Wrong, wrong. <laughs> the wrong is wrong? What in Pan's name has gotten into you? I really just want to know about your goats. Where do you keep them? I, I, I... North Pasture. Iris, keep them above ground, please. Okay! If they cost me a single goat... <laughs> how are you going to go about that? <laughs> cool. Can we cut the cryptic foolishness? Who the fuck are you people? Servants of the gods. <laughs> yeah. That might work on fools like Epaphras, but I'm well-versed in the art of <gasps> metaphor. Why didn't this happen in 60? I don't think you have goats. All I could find were these. Things. Please put my goat back before it starts eating my stuff. This is a goat? Yep. This is a pretty shrimpy goat. Hey, that's one of my bigger goats. Where are its tentacles? Excuse me? Iris, I think we have slightly different goats, probably. Put my goat back! Who are you? So, uh, you and Hippomadi are an, uh, item? Oh, we've got an astute one here, don't we? What wondrous detail gave it away? <sighs> your voice is an eighth step higher when you speak to or about her, your heart rate noticeably rises when you touch her, and also you stand with your arm leaning slightly towards her, which is characteristic of long-term attraction for a demisexual, at least among my people. And you obviously have a long history with her. So when you say sexuality is obvious, you mean, yes, Huxley, it's that obvious. How in the hell did you know that? <laughs> Look, I'm still very confused by the whole thing. Fuhi here is ace, and apparently that's very obvious. Oh, I don't know how I could have made it more obvious than when I explicitly told you I am asexual, you idiot. Ah! I'm not letting you get off topic here. Ooh. Are you? What do you want? I wanted a goat, but I got a goat. What? Look, I really want to tell you some stuff, but I can't. It's not allowed. It's not? Anything? Why do I get the distinct feeling that the four of you don't have much of a clue about what you're doing? <sighs> nah, I'd say we know what we're doing pretty well. Really? Really? 
Now, can we please sleep? I'm exhausted. So tired. Can you get rid of the goose? No, I'm not finished with it. We do, unfortunately, need to take the golden goose with us. We do? Yeah, we really do. Sleep? Please? Nope. I've got a pretty bad case of insomnia. I I don't trust you people in my house. And I am going to figure out what your evil plan is before you get the chance to implement it on Hippomadia. Don't Don't forget forget Epaphras. I literally do not care what you do with him. It would actually be a great service if you could take him with you. Is Is that that a reasonable... Kidnapping? Okay, okay, okay. This is all we are telling her, okay? All four of us were kidnapped by the gods. Three. Three! Iris was a bit more complicated. Did you miss the part where I very explicitly stated that I understand the gods are metaphors for humanity? Fair point, fair point, but you would be wrong. Well, you would be wrong about many things, in fact. Did you know that your people are not the first beings to- (laughs) he! You know I'm doing this purely to torment you, right? Okay, so, let's say you were kidnapped by the gods, which you weren't, especially considering that Iris here is supposedly a goddess. You seem pretty free right now. And none of the stories have multiple servants escorting the heroes along their path. If you'll allow me. The realm of Hamakaplu, from which the Fates' yarn is created by the ebb and flow of all choices throughout history and tomorrow, is a rather unforgiving place. Oh, I really don't like this little light show in my house. You've taken over the whole room. Nope, not cool. It is only by the careful guidance of our servants that one may commune with Hamakaplu to contribute their memories to the cycle of fate. Hippomatea and Epaphras risk a descent into an unfathomable realm of chaos if they are not carefully guided in the proper methods of memory placement. Bob and Leland, and curators for Hamakaplu, are the only ones capable of providing this guidance. And Fuhi? Oh, you know, I'm just there to uh, anchor their minds and make sure they don't die. Relax, I've done it plenty of times before. Your lover and her charge will be guided into a dream state at the Tree of Maradona Eves, where they will speak their most profound moments of life and provide fate with a most glorious thread to weave into the lives of future generations. Once this has been completed, we shall depart. Well, actually, I'm going to take a quick jaunt around to see if you have an actual goat. No goats with tentacles here, Iris. At all. I've gone mad. Please tell me I've gone mad. Oh, you are perfectly sane. I'm sorry. Is this your goose, by any chance? I don't keep geese! Hmm. Shame. Sleep. I'm begging you. Please. A goddess? Screw it. I'm gonna go with goddess because I don't know what better to call you at this point. A goddess just merged herself into an image of... Hamakaplu? And you want me to sleep? No way. Not happening. What? What? No, 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 no. No occupation-related activities, Bob. (laughs) Because I am not letting you put a human to sleep with your weird brain invasion activities. What? What? Why is anyone going into other people's brains? That's how we bring the memories into Hamakaplu. You're 
you're going to go inside of them? Uh, there was definitely a bit of mouth and nose action when you did that to me. Personally, I have not seen this process in action yet. I am looking forward to it. Ah. Now what, you silly goose? It's all very simple. We've done it many times before. Nope, nope, not at all. You four stay right here. I'll be back when I have a plan. Oh, finally. Let's sleep. Sleep! <clears throat> Iris, would you and Bob please create a perimeter around the house so our esteemed hosts don't run off? Why would they do that? Because they don't trust us. Actually, do you sleep, actually? <laughs> sleep? Oh boy. It's a form of cellular respite. Mostly for the brain. Perimeter, if you please. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. And in the meantime, I will do my best with you, my little friend. Sector Zero was created and written by Lucas Angelo and Alda Idego. This episode featured Lucas Angelo as Huxley, Jonathan Jane as Fuhi, Tal Minier as Iris, and Harry Tanning as Bob. Additional voices from Marnie Warner as Alex, Kirsty Wilson as Hippomatia, Mike Queller as Epaphras, and Glory Duda. Goose Sounds, Music, and Sound Design by Brad Colbrook. Please consider supporting us on Patreon. The Golden Goose can only give us so much. Visit sectorzeropod.com support for more information. to a bloody asteroid, barely enough gravity to stay on the ground. Find out if they ever landed. Oh, no, I know how sending a person out to an asteroid works. Foolishness, pure foolishness. The ship never made it out here, never landed.